Hey everyone, it's Steve-O from Not Another Bee Horrorcast, and you're listening to another great production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You've entered Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to episode 40 of Victory Road. That's right, 4-0 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to catch them all with your hosts. I'm Doug, also known as Icky Bully, and we're doing things differently today. I'm not the only one here, um, but I will get into who else is here in just a moment. To listen to this show, you can find us on foureyedradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Music, and now Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. It's our 40th episode, so we are doing something different. We are doing something weird. We're doing something wild and totally experimental, and I'm pumped about it. Um, today, we are going to do the Victory Road Pokemon Royal Rumble. 40 Pokemon are going to go in. Only one will come out victorious. Let me introduce our announcers and color commentators for the Victory Road Pokemon Royal Rumble. You already know him. He's here every single time we record kyle what's up i thought you were about to say someone else <laughs> like, <laughs> who else would who be else here is... every time <laughs> right <laughs> what's up people yes i am here uh i'm also known as deadpool underscore ranger on twitter by the way yes yes it's weird to mix things up and like not go by our normal script um but we're doing yes. it we're throwing all of our rules out the window um and we're bringing other folks with us on this strange adventure um coming back to victory road um we are very glad to have her again it's ranger liz how's it going hey how are you doing ranger nation i mean pokemon nation <laughs> Whatever nation, <laughs> there's so, a lot of overlap. <laughs> there is. We all we just we like bright, colorful things. Yeah, I feel like if you nerd out about one thing, you probably nerd out about many things. So there's bound to be some some overlap and and uh, cross contamination. You know, that is true. And finally, for the first time on Victory Road, I believe um, we have Tim. What's up, Tim? Hi, I nerd out about, nerd out about a lot of things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Tim, we haven't, I don't think our listeners have ever met you before uh, through this venue. Um, so I guess, how are you? What's going on? And what's your history with Pokemon in a, in a you know, give us, give us the brief synopsis of your Pokemon <laughs> origin story. Gotcha. Um, well, I am, I've been a fan of Pokemon since I was a kid. Um, I was born in 95, so I got kind of the, right at the beginning it was kind of just the right age where it was everything Pokemon. And yes. from there, just didn't really stop, you know? <laughs> nice, nice. So you're still way into it, playing games, doing all the stuff? Oh, of course. Perfect, perfect. So we have an expert panel here with us today. Let me kind of explain how this is going to work. So I solicited um, from each one of our announcers um a roster of pokemon they would like to see enter the ring and from that i pulled 40 
Pokemon via randomizer that will go into the ring so they don't even necessarily know who's going to show up when they show up. And we're incorporating a wheel to decide who will eventually get knocked out of the ring. Um, there is a strength component um, assigned to each Pokemon. So for example, if a Bulbasaur is in the ring and a Ho-Oh is in the ring, they don't necessarily have the same chances of staying in the ring <laughs> because one's legendary and one is not. Um, so what I did was I took their average base stat and I compared that to the highest average base stat, and that sort of determined how many slots on the wheel they got. So a weaker Pokemon will have more slots on the wheel and have a higher chance of being knocked out of the ring, and a stronger Pokemon will have fewer spots on the wheel, a lower chance of getting knocked out. But in our test runs, anything could happen because everything's still on the wheel. So we don't even know who's going to win. I don't even know what order people are going to get knocked out. It's going to be wild. It's going to be ridiculous. Every once in a while, I'm sure we'll have a rush of Pokemon enter the ring at the same time. It's going to be chaos. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> Yes. So, any sort of uh, questions or or, uh, <laughs> or, or uh, thoughts going into this from any of our announcers? <laughs> uh... Do we Are have you? a Nurse Joy nearby? Do we have a Nurse? We have many Nurse Joys on 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 the scene, just in case. You know, good, it's going to get it's going to get very chaotic, um, and uh, we want to make sure all of our Pokemon are, are well taken care of. <laughs> okay, can they spontaneously evolve? Ooh! In a moment <laughs> of sheer, ah, you know. Yeah, I suppose uh, I suppose anything could happen. We have seen uh, Pokemon evolve mid-battle before in the series. So while I expect it won't happen frequently during the Royal Rumble, I wouldn't be totally surprised um, if it, you know, if it popped up. Okay. Yeah. We need a chance wheel for that. <laughs> <laughs> a whole separate wheel mechanic. <laughs> Just roll a d20. Just the, yes. if it... If it they evolve <laughs> all right so um i guess man i don't do we just dive in is there stuff that have i not explained anything that you all need to know i think we'll um, feel I, it out yeah, yeah it's it's one big experiment so we're gonna see what happens <laughs> all right so like I said, when all is said and done one will win but 40 will come through and to start off our Victory Road, Pokemon Royal Rumble. Four Pokemon will be entering the ring. Our first fighter clocking in at four foot eleven and 105 pounds is the Psy Pokemon Alakazam. Alakazam. Tim, how do you think Alakazam is gonna stand in this type of uh, in this type of environment? Well, I mean, being primarily psychic, you'll have control over things that perhaps the other Pokemon won't. Uh, those spoons bring a lot. You don't know what he's going to do with those spoons. <laughs> you never know where those this spoons are going to end up. <laughs> those could be considered an illegal weapon. Yeah, you never know. It, it is said that anatomy at this point. They're, they're, <laughs> they're him. Yeah, they're an extension. It's like a limb or an extra digit, right? Of course. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not a mega Alakazam because there would be a lot of spoons in that. A lot Ooh. more spoons to keep track that, of for sure. That's and you don't forget he has that 
what are those? Not whiskers. Um, his n- mustache. <laughs> I don't actually know what those are coming out of his head, but uh, he could definitely use those to his advantage on uh, whenever you know you're in the grapple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, the, with those spoons, though, hopefully there is no vanillix coming out because that would spell bad news for vanillix. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Any vanillix will need to watch out. Our second fighter entering the ring is clocking in as well at 411, but only 98 pounds. It's one of the fastest Pokemon there is. The Thunderclap Pokemon, Zeraora. <laughs> what do we expect from Zeraora, Kyle? Well, you expect a lot of speed, that's for sure. Um, I mean, this is a mythical Pokemon we're talking about here. So anything could happen. And the other two entering the ring right off the bat, clocking in at two feet and only 16 pounds, the fairy Pokemon Clefairy, and at two foot seven and 65 pounds, the electrified Pokemon Blitzel. Ooh, this is going to be a good match with having, uh, I mean, we have the fairy going with psychic. We're going to have two fast electric types. Uh, I mean, are we going to have to start talking type advantage already before (laughs) we get these guys into the ring? Yeah, tell it. All, all four of them have entered the ring. What are what are we seeing? What's going on? How are these Pokemon interacting? Well, Blitzel's already on, it has is on four legs, so it's gonna be a lot harder to knock out. One thing that's interesting about Blitzel, especially, is that its mane apparently acts as a lightning rod, which I suppose could act as a defense against Zeraora. This is very true, and could possibly give it a power boost. Yes, exactly. Do we have any sort of predictions as for who will be the first one knocked out of the ring among mm. these four? Well, I, I'm i sorry, Doug, but I'm going to say Clefairy. <laughs> I, you know I think that Clefairy I is just going to bounce. Just, just <laughs> bounce off of everything. I think Clefairy is just going to keep going around the ropes like a, like a pinball, basically, <laughs> and just take everyone out. I can see it happening. <laughs> True. I mean, it does have that metronome. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. <laughs> well, let's find out what happens. The very first Pokemon to be knocked out of the Rumble. Kyle, you guessed it. Clefairy's been knocked out. Tell us what wow. happened. Wow. How did that happen? I'm going to say Zeraora powered up Blitzel, and Blitzel used its hind legs to kick Clefairy out of the ring. Just like punted it, or basically like you know, like when you sneak up behind a horse and <laughs> just kick back that. What sound do you think that Clefairy made as it flew out of the ring? Horrifying! It's like a horrifying like squeal. They're normally very calm. Uh, I feel like this one was just shrieking all no, the way. No, this Clefairy lost it. <laughs> it absolutely lost its mind. <laughs> All right, well, as as quickly as one is knocked out, another one enters the ring. Our fifth fighter entering the ring is clocking in at two foot seven, 44 pounds. It's a psychic and fairy type. It's the the emotion Pokemon, Curlia. Now, Curlia apparently has the ability to see into the future. Do we think this will play into the rumble at all? Maybe, I mean... 
quite possible. And plus, I mean, he's too busy using his spoons. <laughs> I mean, the psychic showdown between Alakazam and Curlia. <laughs> Curlia seems incredibly light on its feet. It's got like that ballerina posture, so mm-hmm. that could come into play. A tiny dancer, if you will. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Do we have any guesses as to uh, whether this will be a revolving dur- door for Curlia or if it will be able to last even around in the ring with these already more experienced fighters? I think Curlia could probably last a little while. Um, I don't know who could possibly go next. I mean, it's anyone's game. I do think the fo- the the uh, the four or the uh, front runner at this point is obviously Zara. Or I think Alakazam probably stands a really great chance. I think Curly's best chance is probably to to focus its efforts on the Blitzel and vice versa. Yes. Um, so we'll see see what happens if those two can sort of avoid the uh, heavy hitters and try to last a little longer by going after each other. Let's see what happens. In a surprise elimination, Alakazam has been knocked out of the ring. So what boy. What happened? How did that happen? Tim, what, what did we just see? I'm thinking just Zeraora got the best of him. Zeraora's <laughs> got some mass to him. and I don't know. I just feel like he'd be very difficult to handle, especially if maybe him and Blitzel teamed up in some way. Electric mm. guys to get together, maybe. Speed duo. Speed bros. Ooh. Ooh, speed bros. Potentially, do you think uh, Kirli? Uh, oh man, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I'm not used to saying them out loud, and so I kind it's of weird. butcher them. Uh, yeah, being so small, it didn't work in Clefairy's advantage at all. Do you think using the emotion this time, like Zeraora, super pumped up? What do you think? I think Kirlia is going to overhype Zeraora <laughs> to where like. He's gonna practically explode, and then Blitzel's just gonna freak out and run off. And uh, yeah, so Zeraora's next one out. We need Curly another one. chance to just take advantage of other people's emotions and make them sort of like rage themselves out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good still to have there, you know. I do like this. Do we think that there's a an alliance forming potentially between those Speed Bros? Is that what is that what we can I, expect moving forward? I mean, you gotta work together to really win this thing. I mean. Build up an alliance. You protect me. I protect you. I mean, although I'm not really sure how Blitzel's helping out Zara Aura per se, but <laughs> a distraction. That's literally literally all it's doing is yeah, being a distraction. Other I mean, <laughs> Pokemon could be like, "Oh, Blitzel, that's an easy one," and then they go after that, and then uh, Zara Aura's like, "Nope, knockout." Well, it does look like another fighter is about to enter the ring, and I, I'll be very curious to see if it can stand much of a chance. It's only clocking in at a foot uh, 8 inches and 73 pounds. It's the long-nosed Pokemon, Fampy, a ground Pokemon. It does apparently have the strength to lift humans. Do we think that that will have any sort of effect on the other Pokemon? I think you could probably take out Curlia. <laughs> Just roll around, knock it out. I think the real question is the rolling. Fanfy, even if you've seen the anime, Fanfy can do a lot of the roll, you know? Mm-hmm. Rollout would be devastating to Zero or Blitzel. The longer it lasts in the ring, I imagine the stronger it'll be, as long as it can keep rolling. Yeah. yeah I mean, Google Fanfy right now. Look at that face. He's, <laughs> no one's suspecting him. He's yeah, got all Who's going to go after that guy? So cute. This is very true. It also has the Q factor going, so maybe like, oh, okay, you know what? You stay over there. We'll Maybe protect you or something. 
Well, it has turned out that Blintzel has just been knocked out of the Ooh. ring. I wouldn't have expected it, given uh, given the fact that Blitzel and, and Zara Aura seem to be sort of sort of uh, teaming up. We have Zara Aura and Kirlia. Who else is in right now? Fancy. Fancy? Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Blitzel was just knocked out, but we still, yeah, we still have Zara Aura, Curly, and Fancy in the ring. Okay, well, Fampy just makes everybody really happy because how can you not be happy when you see that Pokemon, right? <laughs> so he's just being adorable and he's all like, ha ha ha, I'm really cute. And Kirila is just playing it up, right? So she is hyping up the crowd. I'm talking <laughs> full on, on the turnstiles, like, let's go, let's get it up. Does a backflip off the turnstiles onto Fampy's back. They have announced their new partnership. They are now an alliance, and they start going after Zara Aura. I am very, very excited for this new emerging uh, duo, this tag team, if you will. An unprecedented turn. Unprecedented. So, could Curlia be using uh, her psychic abilities on Fanfi to make it be like a Dumbo effect? Ooh. <laughs> Fanfi is very impressionable. Look at that young face. Uh, you don't know me. So, I think that's probably what's happening. Curly's using its, her psychic abilities, allowing Fanfi to fly around to really hype up the crowd of a flying elephant. Well, as uh, as Curly and Fanfi are are flying around taunting Zara Aura in the ring, <laughs> another fighter does appear, and I'll be very curious to see how Kyle reacts to this fighter. It's it's certainly one of his favorites. Maybe we just I, have I, to I let know. it. Um, it is, uh, it's, it's clocking in only at one foot. It's less than a pound. It's an electric ghost Pokemon who's possessing Ooh. a Pokedex. It's the plasma oh! Pokemon. Oh no. <laughs> oh, Dex has entered the ring. Who could have seen it coming? I am Rotom Dex, which means I am Pokedex Rotom version. Rotom Dex. What is, what is that that he's wearing? Does he have something on his head? I think... I think he's in his Ace Detective cosplay. Yes! <laughs> yes, he's coming in! Because Ace is the best detective, and you know Rotom Dex has to be representing where he came from in this <laughs> huge event, stepping out. Oh, oh Zara Aura, take this thing out, please. <laughs> oh. Oh, you psych me out, make me think it's going to be one of my favorites. No, it's one of my least favorites. I was thinking Magnemite right there as soon as it electric Pokemon. That's what I was thinking, but he said uh, electric ghost. I'm like, what? Who's electric? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it couldn't be. They're not, not a fan Rotom Dex. Uh, he's taking pictures of you right now in disdain to add oh, to, yeah, his, uh, to his that. compilation. <laughs> I can see that Rodom Dex is just taking pictures of Zara Aura because it's a mythical, doesn't know what's going on, taking pictures of the flying fanfi, because uh, it's just a whole bunch of random stuff. Hopefully it gets distracted and just gets immediately knocked out. <laughs> oh, that that would yeah, probably totally happen actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow in the in the in the uh in the chaos of it all, with the crowd reacting to this this cosplaying Rotom Dex, Fampy's been knocked out of the ring. Somehow what? they've been separated. Curly and Fampy, what what happened, Kyle? How did this how did this go down? Oh, 
You know what? I think Fanfi was enjoying getting his picture taken by Rotom Dex. Zeraora saw his chance and just immediately knocked it out. <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, flying a little too close to the sun. Yeah, you see it jumping oh. up into the air and then like spiking it down like a volleyball oh, out of the rain. Oh. Oh, like oh, no. a fairy. The crowd certainly did not like that one. <laughs> no, an early crowd favorite. The uh, the crowd is 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 quickly turning against Zara Aura, punting all of the cuties out of the <laughs> out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, oh, Kirlia now without having. I mean, we have two, you know, old Zara Aura fighter. He's been in this whole time. He's getting tired, guys. He lost his partner. Now Kirlia. A little fresher, just lost her partner. I mean, I'm thinking she's gonna go awesome and just go crazy and take out Zara Aura while Rotom Dex just uh, takes a bunch of pictures and makes really bad puns. <laughs> I could see it happening. I could see it happening. But we do have, it looks like, another fighter in the ring. It's uh, it's clocking in at four foot three, one hundred and thirty-one pounds. It's a grass dark Pokemon. It's the wicked Pokemon, Shiftry. Now this Pokemon has the ability to level entire houses with the wind that it makes from its fans. Um, Tim, how do you how do you expect that Shiftry will hold up in the ring? I think we might have a new leader on our hands. I mean, Shiftry just is pure power coming in here compared to I think Zara I think Zara Aura and Shifter are gonna have, go right head to head. And Rotom Dex and Curly I might just be at the sidelines doing their thing, you know? When the when the Titans go after each other, everybody yeah, else can sort of sit aside. I don't know if there's any place for them in this fight. <laughs> yeah, not to mention Curly's what they're gonna do. psychic abilities won't do anything to Shifter's dark typing. Very good point. Well I can't believe it. We've had it looks like two Pokemon knocked out at once for the first oh. time in this Royal Ooh. Rumble. We're seeing both Zara Aura thrown out of the ring and Curlia knocked out very shortly after. How in the world did both of these get knocked out at the same time? It's got to be Shiftry, honestly. Yeah, the way I envision <laughs> Shiftry probably... Use some use some of his mass to his advantage, and maybe uh, got Curlia in the way, so Curlia had to had to act, had to do something. So goodbye, Zeraora. Zeraora has been knocked out. I think a lot of people saw it as a front runner, but after uh, punting the cuties out of the ring, people were turning on it pretty quickly. It's weird. The crowd seems to have actually enjoyed Zeraora's exit from this royal. Rumble. They are singing. This not. <laughs> Kyle, were you pulling for Zara Aura? I was pulling for Zara Aura. Uh, <laughs> I am a huge electric type Pokemon fan, so I was really, really pulling for this uh, legendary electric type. Guys, that means all four originals are gone now. We're, we have full new team coming in. Yeah. Speaking of four... It looks like a whole rush of Pokemon are waiting to get in the ring. It looks like we have four silhouettes waiting at the top of the ramp. Who's that Pokemon? Who are those Pokemon? One of them's absolutely huge. This one coming down the ramp, nine foot two, 727 pounds. Biggin. 
It's the automaton Pokemon Golurk. It's Ooh. a ground ghost type. Tim, I have to imagine Golurk stands a pretty good chance. Yeah, in, in this in this business of big men, that's as big as it's gonna get. <laughs> Golurk right there, he's got the mass. Oof. Vince McMahon is sweating right now. He can also fly. <laughs> At mock speed, I believe. Excuse me? I believe yes. that Golurk is a, is is able to uh, travel at Mach speed. I'm not sure why or how. I have Googled and you're, you're right. <laughs> that is a Golurk with jets coming out of its limbs. That thing is massive. Absolutely massive. Following short behind it, much smaller in stature, much bigger in reputation, the mouse Pokemon at only one foot four and thirteen pounds. It's Pikachu, Pikachu? and it's it's wearing a Santa hat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are out of the times, Pikachu. <laughs> odd, odd choice for April, but okay. Does this Pikachu know where it is? <laughs> I don't think it knows when it is. <laughs> This Pikachu's just here to party, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. Liz, do we think that Pikachu is in the right mindset, given that it clearly thinks it's Christmas in the middle of April, to stand up to any of these fighters? Pikachu can do whatever he wants because he's a goat. <laughs> so next question. I mean, I, I, I'm going to challenge that guys, goat right? comment. <laughs> Look, the only goat around here is Go Goat. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robo Goat? Are we what? <laughs> no, 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 Go Goat, the grass Pokemon. I don't see a Go Goat in the ring, but I do see both a Passimian and a Fennekin running down the ramp, ready to get in on the action. Which brings us to six fighters all in the ring at the same time. It's Rotom Dex in Ace Detective cosplay, Shiftry, who just managed to knock out a legendary uh, Pokemon and another at the same time, and our four new fighters, Golurk, Pikachu with the Santa hat, Passimian, and Fennekin. Do we have any sort of predictions as to how this scramble is going to, uh, going to turn out with so many fighters in the ring at once? It's going to be pretty cramped in there right now, especially with Golurk just standing there. <laughs> just I, taking I up space. <laughs> I think that's the key there. They're going to all go after Golar to take up the biggest man. That's less risk for all of you. I do like that strategy. I think it makes the most sense. Five on one. And that's mentioned Pass has got to be pretty good. I mean, Passimian's a footballer right there. So, I mean, he'll be good at just going for like that shoulder charge attack into Golurk. Now, Passimian's a fighting Pokemon that typically operates in teams of uh, 20 or more. Do we think that it'll be able to uh, apply that teamwork skill to uh, to other species of Pokemon, Kyle? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, I can see Passimian teaming up with uh, Fennekin and Shiftry right there, just going at it. I mean, because you got Pikachu and Rotom Dex, I don't see how much they're going to be able to do. I mean, Pikachu could possibly do like a Volt tackle, but Rotom Dex is still just taking pictures at this giant goal <laughs> and at the amazement that this ring has not collapsed yet. 
will Rotom Dex get its act together and realize that there's a fight happening right around it? I think Golik knows what's going on, and as soon as they all charge, I could see Golik just waving its arms and just knocking everyone back. I mean, I think if they all team up together, they could hold them back. Maybe Shifter could get something going. Is there any type advantages we need to start seeing out here? Is there anything that we can really, you know, are these Pokemon going to be exploiting to try to take him down? Because he's, I mean, if you want to talk about the elephant in the room or the big guy in the ring, I mean, Finnegan can't even breathe over here because Golurk's taking up <laughs> so much spot in the ring. Like, someone might just get disqualified because they fall out. Just sort of get knocked out of the ring when Golurk turns too quickly. Uh, yeah, I think Rotom Dex's days are numbered just being as distracted and aloof as he is. Well, I suspect that Golurk's sheer mass is uh, greatly affecting the fight because we've had two more Pokemon knocked out of the ring at once. It looks like Shiftry and Fennekin are somehow now out of the ring. Tim, uh, what, what happened? Fennekin just got in there. I thought Fennekin was going to be an underdog, but... An underfox, if you will? <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> no, I just... just That Rotom Dex, it, I feel like it's a plague on everybody else in the ring. We can get their act together. Just He is, he, he is there, and he's fooling. Terrible teammate, Rotom Dex. Absolutely terrible. And Pikachu with the Santa hat on, he's adorable, but he knows it, and he's hamming up <laughs> the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like maybe Rotom Dex and Pikachu have, have sort of capitalized on one another, and, and Rotom Dex is taking pictures of, of Pikachu in its Santa hat. Rotom Dex is just thinking about the Instagram right now, and it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get the likes. He needs that engagement. Also, that wig's not plugging the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimian's getting bored and is now looking for something to play with, and it thinks that uh, Rotom Dex would be really fun to substitute as a Frisbee. And so it's now decided that it's going to start chasing it around, um, just in general. And Pikachu is way too busy hamming it up for the crowd to notice, and so uh, Rotom Dex is now on a fight for his life. And Golurk stands there really confusing its choices in life to how it ended up here. <laughs> I do hear uh, a lot of, a lot of crowd reaction um, towards, towards someone in the ring who, who Kyle, who, who is it that they're chanting right now? Uh, you know, you're putting me on the spot here. You know, I don't want to say this, but they're definitely cheering on Pikachu <laughs> just because it's Pikachu. I mean, <laughs> you hear it right there. They want Pikachu to go for its uh, Volt Tackle signature move. Well, let's see if Pikachu can hold the crowd's attention when this next Pokemon enters the ring. It's one of the smallest Pokemon there is. I have no idea if it will stand any chance in the ring. It's only four inches tall. It's less than a pound. It's the single bloom fairy Pokemon, Flabebe. What is a Flabebe going to do in the ring? That is not the Pokemon I thought you were about to announce. <laughs> I was thinking Joltik. So was I. 
<laughs> anyway, Flabebe has the crowd appeal. Flabebe has that perfectly chantable name, Flabebe. Flabebe. It's it's got it's got that it's got that covered. And it's teeny tiny and adorable. It is. So we've got a lot of cute factor going on here, and uh, Golurk. Golurk's not having it. I don't think. I think he's totally against that side of the biz. He just needs to be a big guy and take care of business. I do wonder with Golurk's size and so many um, sort of crowd crowd pleasers jumping around the ring, trying to trying to outpose each other, get the crowd going. If any of them will will manage to get in Golurk's way and and knock off the chest seal um, that it has that sort of keeps it in line. I don't I don't know if you guys know this, but when that chest seal comes off of Golurk, it rampages and and has the ability to knock down entire cities. Mm. Really a ticking time bomb in the ring. Yikes. Hopefully it doesn't rampage too hard. It could possibly eliminate itself. <laughs> That's very true. That's very, very true. Yeah, do we have to worry about... No, there's the crowd. I mean, do we have to worry too much about the crowd getting hurt? No, we don't care. Golurk's a professional. He knows, he knows the biz. Yeah, Golurk. Keep it together, man. Keep it together. <clears throat> it does look like Golurk's going to be able to keep it together just long enough um, well, another Pokemon is knocked out of the ring. I think it might have been paying too much attention to the crowd reaction. Santa Hat Pikachu has been knocked out of the ring. Who did it? No! Really? Who's uh, responsible for this travesty? Not Rotom Dex, I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> you know what? Pessimia really hasn't been doing much. I think he was just biding his time until everyone was distracted by that Flabebe coming in. Pikachu was like, hey, why aren't you paying attention to me anymore? And Pessimian just picked it up and threw it out of the ring like a football. These tiny <laughs> Pokemon are really not standing a chance. No, All they the are not. the hunting and the tossing and the throwing, and it's a, it's a tiny Pokemon massacre out there. I think Flabebe is best Excuse me, strategy at this point is just to hide right behind Golurk's head <laughs> and just wait it out. That's a great just strategy. Wait it out and see if they can make like the top three, and then you never know. You know, you can get lucky. Somebody trips. Somebody, you know, hits hits the the things that I can't even think of the words right now <laughs> on the edge of the ring, the elastic thingies. The, the, the ropes? The ropes! I literally forgot the word rope for a second. <laughs> I'm so excited about the action that is happening here in front of me in this Pokemon Stadium. Golurk has now decided he's no longer going to be large from the Adams family and is now trying to start swinging his arms around, flailing, hoping he can hit one of these tiny, annoying Pokemon, swatting at them like actual flies. Passimian thinks this is a game and is now joining him and it is turning into some weird monkey in the middle thing. <laughs> and Flabebe is now crying behind Golurk's ear. Well, if Flabebe go. can't manage to hide behind Golurk for, uh, for much longer given its flailing, it might be able to hide behind our next fighter entering the ring now. It's another behemoth. It's come, coming in at eight feet, two inches and a absolutely whopping 1,763 pounds. It's the most recently discovered, dormant for 3,000 years, steel Pokemon, Melmetal. Gotta hope they reinforce that ring. <laughs> you know, we're looking at a literal uh, ton of, uh, of Pokemon weight 
uh, pushing down on this ring. <laughs> well, Melmetal brings a lot of unknown to this too, because I mean, there's not too much information on this guy, on this guy out, this guy out there, out there. Yeah, no one really knows that much. We, uh, I don't know that we have uh, a professor in the crowd who can who can uh, fill us in, but I certainly don't know much. By the way, Rotom Dex is freaking out right now. <laughs> and the actual and so he's trying to take so many pictures that the flash coming off of Mel Metal is blinding some of the other competitors and fans at the same time and Mel Metal comes in very sad in his life because everybody's looking away from it because it's too shiny and it's very <laughs> mad at Rotom Dex because it just stole its moment in the sun do we think that is what happened to our next eliminated fighter? Flabebe has just been spotted outside the ring on the floor. I don't know that anybody even saw what happened. Did you happen to catch it, Kyle? Yeah, I think I saw what happened. Uh, Pessimi was trying to go after Golurk a little bit right there and uh, knock Golurk back an inch or two, but just that head bob accidentally hit Flabebe when she wasn't paying attention and uh, just knocked it right out. R.I.P. Flabebe, we hardly knew ye. You didn't do anything. <laughs> In and out of the ring like a snap. You tried to hide behind the big guys and and uh, you just couldn't hide from Passimian, apparently. Right now, we no longer have a cute factor in the ring. Well, I think oh, that's going to change very soon based on who I think is at the top of the ramp. I said cute factor. <laughs> Rotom back with He's in an ace-savvy cosplay wig. It does look like a, uh, a Doug Trio wig a little bit. It, little bit. it probably is. Well, let's see if this next Pokemon can uh, can take some of that cute factor away from, from Rotom Dex. Uh, I think we have at least a few uh, former hosts who will be excited to see this one enter the ring. It's only two feet tall, but it's very, very heavy. 231 pounds. It eats its entire weight in food every <laughs> single day. Here it it's comes. The normal Pokemon, Munchlax. <laughs> Will Munchlax stand a chance in the ring, Tim? He's going all the way. All the, the way, Munchlax. Way. <laughs> he has so much untapped potential. And he's been promised a big meal after this. He knows what he's doing here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Munchlax here was trained by the legendary sumo wrestler Snorlax. That's so. true. There's a lot of experience in the family. Yes. Yeah, it's a dynasty. Uh, it runs in their blood. <laughs> Do we so think I think it'll be Munchlax is very difficult to get Munchlax trained out? enough in the art of sumo? He's he's young, but he's he's he knows he's got a lot to learn. He's here to just kind of show that he's he's been paying attention. Will Munchlax be able to resist the uh, the the uh, concession snacks that are inevitably uh, littered throughout the the arena? Can it focus long enough? I would hope that it trained to resist food long enough for this match. <laughs> Hopefully, like, it's it, eaten its weight already today. Exactly. Hopefully, it knows what its weakness is and it trained itself to resist any temptation. 
Absolutely. Well, it's lasted long enough to outlast one of its fighters. This won't be a, revol a revolving door for Munchlax. It appears Rotomdex has managed to find its way out of the ring. It's been eliminated. Finally! Oh, just Ooh. happened. I, it flew too close to the Mel Metal, really. Uh, he, well, you know, Pessimian has been chasing him around, trying to use him as a Frisbee and whatnot. And then Pessimian got distracted because he has like a melon thing he was trying to use as a ball. And Munchlax started getting hungry, so Munchlax started chasing Pessimian. <laughs> Pessimian goes to chat, tackle Munchlax, accidentally hit Rotom Dex, and, uh, and out he flew. You know, uh, Rotom Dex really didn't stand a chance when it comes to Pessimian wanting to play sports and Munchlax wanting to eat the thing Pessimian is playing with. But I think my biggest concern right now is the structural integrity of the stadium <laughs> because Golurk <laughs> and Melt Metal have now entered a staring contest. Oh, and, no. uh, and I think I think things are about to get a little tough. We've we got Golurk with the ground and ghost typing. We've got Melt Metal with just... I mean, he's steel, but he's huge. Like, his ability is iron fist. Like, what are we going to do with these Goliaths going at each other? I could see them right now just being in, like, a just hand-to-hand. -hand. They're they're gripped together. They're, hand, they're just trying to push the next one aside, but they can't, and they're just deadlocked. And Passimian and Munchlax and are just, like, staring at this thing going... Okay, so those two are going to focus on each other. Let's take a break and just kind of relax and recuperate before the next fighter shows up. Do you think there are snacks? What's that? <laughs> Do you think there there are snacks being eaten? I, I think Munchlax finally got past Simeon's uh, melon. <sighs> what is Passimian going to do without its weapon? <laughs> mm. Well, it was still able to just chuck Pikachu out of the uh, ring, so Passimian... He'll come up with something. Well, as Melmetal and uh, and Golurk have been staring each other down, getting ready to 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 go after each other, it seems the crowd is is isn't even paying attention because there's a strange strange silhouette at the top of the ramp. It looks like maybe a a tag team or or perhaps a tag trio. Who is that running down the ring? It looks like three separate Pokemon, but they're all kind of attached to each other. It's a, a chimp and and a rabbit and a water lizard. It's the entire Galar starter trio <laughs> entering the ring as one fighter. How is this going to work? Have you ever seen children uh, kind of climb on top of each other in a trench coat? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. Just without <laughs> the large head. <laughs> Ooh. I have to imagine that in this scenario, um, it's got to be either Sobble or Grookey. Um, yeah, Grookey would take charge. That, that Score Bunny is the feet. Yes. <laughs> Keeping okay. it sort of grounded and balanced. <laughs> I can true. see Sobble as the head just using its tongue to just attack everything else. <laughs> yeah, Grookey's good, but it seems like to be good at climbing things. So probably really good at being the middle, the balance kind of of it. And with Score Bunny being at the bottom, I mean, you're probably going to have some speed, really, to be able to start running circles. Can, can Score Bunny heat up Meltan to the melting point? That's, I mean, for a basic Pokemon, I don't know. But I could definitely see it uh, kicking that uh, 
melon right out of Munchlax's hand and upsetting Munchlax. Very, very true. I could see that happening. Just some rampages. I, I think we're due for it. Yeah, that that melon just went from a football to, to a snack to a soccer ball. Correction. Football. Again. <laughs> just different football. That's true. That's true. Well, it seems like in the... Uh... In the distraction caused by this trio walking up like three children stacked to pretend they're an adult, <laughs> um, Mel Metal has been knocked out of the duel. It was uh, it was engaging with uh, with Golurk. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but Mel Metal definitely uh, definitely lost and is outside of the ring. I think what happened was they Mel Metal saw these three coming out. I was like, hey, I thought I was the new one. And there's these three new ones coming out and got distracted and Golok took that advantage and threw it out of the ring. Is, is Golok going to be the one in charge? Is he the one to beat after all is said and done in this? I think so. Golok is definitely the big show in this. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense and it looks like its chances are getting even better because before another fighter can even enter the ring it looks like another fighter has been knocked out past Simeon somehow has just been knocked out of the ring did anybody see what happened uh, I blinked I'll be honest I did not see what happened <laughs> oh he uh, he tried to tackle Munchlax because Munchlax tried to steal another melon and uh, Munchlax actually, he slipped on a banana peel and he was on the <laughs> ground and Passimian just went right through him, through the ropes and landed in the second row uh, on top of a lady. And uh, she has a bloody nose now. We're, we're oh, going to no. cut away from that to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great time for commercial, folks. We will be right back. I'm sure there's more action just waiting around the corner. This podcast is sponsored by Ghastly Mattress. Ever find yourself getting too good a night's sleep? Do you wake up in the morning feeling too rested? Well, we've got the product for you. It's Ghastly Mattress. Made of 100% spectral gas, this mattress is sure to give you night terrors that will almost certainly be preyed upon by psychic and ghost Pokemon alike. They're so super effective, Ghastly guarantees you won't ever sleep again. For listeners of Victory Road, get 100% off your next Ghastly Mattress purchase by using the code LAVENDER. That's L-A-V-E-N-D-E-R, LAVENDER. Terms and conditions may apply. We are back. We just saw a double elimination. Melmetal knocked out of the ring, lost a, a brewing... Uh, rivalry with Golurk. Golurk just absolutely dominating the ring. Somewhere along the way, Passimian managed to get knocked out of the ring, and it looks like, without any hesitation, we have two more fighters ready to run down the ramp and join the scuffle. It looks like a little tiny, tiny Pokemon, only eight inches tall and only a pound and a half. Um, it looks like it's wearing some sort of really bizarre costume. It's the ghost fairy Pokemon Mimikyu. <laughs> That could be dangerous. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't look under its skirt. I do have to imagine that other fighters have to be very careful in dealing with Mimikyu, considering any sort of peek underneath that, that costume could result not just in elimination, but death. It's 
probably a good thing that Santa had Pikachu's already gone here because Mimikyu would just go straight for it. That's very, very true. That would be oh. uh, that would be a pretty awkward situation. <laughs> but, but do you think it would uh, attempt to make itself a Santa hat since everybody was like, oh, look at the Pikachu, and then he's all like, oh, but no one loves me because I'm Mimikyu, even though he's adorable. I'm just saying, I think he has the adorable factor. I think he's going to do a move, and the crowd's going to love him, and then he's going to do something scary, <laughs> and everybody's going to freak out. And we're all going to wish Santa hat Pikachu was there. So Mimikyu would have just actually been in the corner making himself a little Santa hat. So he could be like his idol Pikachu. Yeah, I think the Galar children are definitely going to be a little too relaxed around Mimikyu. And they're going to find out what's up. They are very, very uh, untested in the arena. We know very little about them. And they know very little about the rest of these fighters. I wonder how they'll react to this other one following closely behind Mimikyu. It's coming in at 2 feet 7 inches and 43 pounds. It looks like it has some sort of headache, but it's here anyway. It's the duck Pokemon, Psyduck. (laughs) Kyle, how is Psyduck going to fare in this environment with all the the hitting and the noise and the crowd and... and Uh. Psyduck is going to let loose and everything's going to go crazy. There's no spa music that can hold this Psyduck down. <laughs> Nothing will keep it calm. Just nope. a massive untapped power right there. Just waiting to come out. Well, currently in the ring, we have uh, an absolute mess. We still have Golurk taking up all this space. Munchlax, which which seems to be preoccupied with with snacks and trying to, to eat anything that it can find. Uh, an entire trio of Galar starters pretending to be some kind of singular entity. Um, and the new fighters, Mimikyu and Psyduck. I mean, all these small <laughs> little Pokemon, and then you've got Golurk. <laughs> Oh, I think Munchlax could take on Golurk. If it just put its mind to it, drop the snacks. It's got that strength. What do you think uh, Munchlax could do to get Golurk out of this ring? I think Munchlax could... I mean, Munchlax, even though it's got that weight to it, it's it's known to be a pretty hyperactive Pokemon. I think it could kind of just kind of lead Golurk around the ring, maybe with its stature, try to convince, try to trick him into falling out. Well, it does look like uh, Munchlax has found its hyperactivity. It's been running around the ring, bouncing off the ropes, throwing its weight around, and it seems like it's going after Golurk. It's managed to... That's right. Yeah, it's knocked Golurk out of the ring, off of the rope. Oh, Munchlax. I think I felt the ground shake when that happened. (laughs) I can feel it from here. Wow. I wasn't sure anyone was going to be able to take that thing out. We're gonna Probably still be f- as I'm training. It has. Do we think that perhaps Munchlax was using the snacks as a distraction technique, kind of like in uh, in sumo when you when you clap in your fight and like in your opponent's face to throw them off guard? Ooh, perhaps. Oh yeah, definitely. We all kind of let Munchlax be, and and that's where. He- Oh, Munchlax, you silly, adorable little thing. Does Munchlax now, after taking out Golurk, I think, yeah, Munchlax is getting a little bit energy, and he is climbing up one of the turnbuckles, and yet people are throwing him snacks like a, what is it, like a seal? What are you doing, Munchlax? Have more, have more respect for yourself. 
This could but be really dangerous him. for other fighters if 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 Munchlax is continuing to to snack and gain energy. Nothing that it does is going to deplete it. People are and throwing popcorn. Full was that a bucket of chicken? Like what is what are people <laughs> throwing in on this guy? Where did they anyway, get that? They that is a whole ham. <laughs> Uh, uh, is that a cow? Did no one decide to actually just get rid of, like, cook it into a burger? It's still the whole cow. Is that was actually a uh, milk tank? (laughs) That's terrifying. Luckily, Munchlax uh, knows better and has has quickly tossed that milk tank right back out (laughs) instead of uh, horrifying the entire audience by by consuming it. Well, in the in the chaos, it looks like uh, a whole slew of fighters have been have have shown up at the top of the ramp, waiting to get a piece of this. Munchlax doesn't even seem to notice, given all of the snacking it's been doing. Um, we have four fighters running down the ramp. It looks like uh, an ice type, uh, also coming in at about eight feet tall. Another big big guy. Uh, we have Bertic running Ooh. down the ramp at a surprising speed. Alright. Bertic. Okay, so we have this nice freezing bear. Uh, I should have worked on my wrestling pawns. <laughs> now, are we worried that other Pokemon could get really seriously injured in here, given that Beartick has a reputation of creating additional fangs and claws from the ice that, that protrude out of its body. I really hope that, you know, the Nurse Joys are, are uh, <laughs> ready to go with whatever sort of first aid they've, they've got up their sleeves. Well, hopefully Definitely. whatever happens doesn't break Mimikyu's uh, disguise. <laughs> That's true. You don't want to tear that thing. Beartick, I, I hope you're aware of this. Yeah, Bertic is the definition of a heavyweight. And he's in there with a lot of small guys. Yeah, well, luckily, I'm... those small guys uh, might be able to capitalize on this next fighter coming coming in quick right behind Bertic. It's another big one, not quite as big, but certainly certainly intimidating. It's coming in at 6 feet, 209 pounds. It travels at mock speed. It can fly as fast as a jet. We have a Garchomp speeding towards the ring. Ooh, Garchomp. Ground Dragon type. Lots of spikes in the ring. Not to mention, Garchomp has the rough skin ability, so any physical attack on Garchomp will also hurt the attacker. It could literally just stand there. Yeah. You don't want to go for impact moves. Just you don't want to be rubbing against Garchomp. You can't you can't lock up with him. It's true. This can put an advantage on uh, Psyduck if he wants to use any of his psychic moves or uh, mimic you, who's still a little confused. He tried to really get a glimpse of Psyduck and like put him into his brain, and he got very, very <laughs> confused. And uh, mimic you is now just standing in the corner watching, going, "I no, no more, no more." <laughs> he freaked out. He saw Psyduck's brain, and uh, mimic you is actually a little dazed right now. <laughs> well, Bunch if we're is still on a top rope, it looks like he might be just waiting for his time up there. <laughs> just biding his time on the top rope. <laughs> 
Well, if we are worried about the number of spikes in the ring, I think we uh, we will not be calmed anytime soon because it appears that a lichen rock is also running down the ramp. Um, the wolf Pokemon, it's a rock type, and it, it does have sharp rocks right there in its mane. So uh, Mimikyu really should be uh, should be worried about that costume of of uh, of it. Truly dangerous. Yeah, I get it. Now, is this midday form, midnight form, or dusk form, Lichen Rock? It appears to be a midday form, so it is on okay. all fours, sort of dashing so, towards the action. Okay. Make sure it wasn't the emo one, you know, the midnight form one. <laughs> no emo bangs in the ring. <laughs> Just emo fairy ghosts. Oh. In the form of Mimikyu. Munchlax certainly eats its feelings. <laughs> that's true that's true I think uh, while we're, we're distracted uh, Score Bunny being the bottom of the 30 Pokemon Trinchcore <laughs> Tower is uh, starting to slowly but surely do some circles around Bear Tick because he's an ice type and he's kind of just slowly warming him up Bear Tick doesn't realize this He's starting to, you know, he's starting to maybe take a little damage. He doesn't realize that he's kind of caught up in things. But I think, uh, I, I think Scorbunny is starting. They're starting to make their move on Bear Tick while everybody's distracted. Well, it appears that uh, while that's happening, the chaos is only going to increase as one final fighter enters for an absolute chaotic eight fighters. If you don't count the trio as uh, a trio, and uh, a Pokemon not not uh, unfamiliar with the ring uh, comes down the ramp, she is uh, at home in this arena. She's only one foot four inches. She's thirteen. She might be here to avenge her cousin who was in the Santa hat. It's Pikachu Libre. She's an electric hey, type, but she you. certainly knows her way around a wrestling ring. Mimikyu's about to get hyped up here. If we were worried about Mimikyu reacting to Santa Hat Pikachu, certainly Pikachu Libre could uh, cause similar problems. That Lucha Libre style, you have to worry about Pikachu getting on those ropes, being so small. Yeah, going up the, the air. And, of course, the Volt Tackle coming from up there, that could, be, that could be devastating to any one of these fighters. If it manages to get enough height off of those, uh, those ropes, an Iron Tail could really cause some destruction as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's. You have to keep an eye on that Libre Pikachu because the aerial is going to be. It is going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be have a lot of strength in aerial attacks. Yes, um, I, and I'm actually hearing right now that Pikachu Libre was trained by the famous uh, Howlucha Pokemon. Ah, yes, down in uh, down down in Mexico, I believe. Yes, <laughs> we still don't have a region based off of that. Yeah, I tried. Okay. <laughs> Well, in the chaos of uh, Munchlax and Mimikyu and Psyduck and Beartick and all these other Pokemon, the Galar starter trio, the, the newcomers Lycanroc and Pikachu Libre, it does appear that somewhere along the line, Psyduck was knocked out of the ring. I'm not really sure what happened. Tim, did you see it? I just think Psyduck couldn't get over its headache. It, it was frozen <laughs> in place. Uh, and just kind of sort of like bumped off the side. <laughs> yeah, given some more time, I think he could have gotten some, some work done, but I just think Gar- Garchomp got too close. Psyduck backed up. That was it. Yeah, you gotta be careful that rough skin. Yeah, I think Psyduck knew that, knew that, but he was just frozen with that headache. 
Well, the chaos has only um, started because we already have another fighter flying down the ramp, uh, clocking in at 4 feet 11 inches, 119 pounds. It has a huge horn on its head. In fact, it's the single horn Pokemon, bug fighting type. It's Heracross entering the arena, ready to fight. It can toss objects over 100 times its weight. Do we think that Heracross will stand much of a chance amidst the chaos that is ensuing oh definitely yeah i see heracross as one big suplexer (laughs) Mm, yeah left and right all over the place (laughs) there's no plant type pokemon out here for it to be distracted so that's true there's no sap for it to to suck out here if grookey can manage to you know stay hidden in its little trio i think uh, it might be able to uh, stay off heracross's radar But do you think with the, the scooping, you know, the suplex ability, with Bear Tick just kind of being there, again, his feet are slowly getting very, very warm because of uh, Scorbunny being standing there by him. But with <laughs> him being, I, I don't know, Heracross, if he tries to do the scoop, is it going to be worth the damage? Because if Heracross could take out Bear Tick, he's going to be kind of hurt, and that could be a really good chance to jump on him and try to take him out of the ring. I mean, Lycanroc's just pacing around right now, biding his time. Can't forget about him. He's a he's a, a chomper, but not Garachomp, <laughs> who's also standing by him, by sharpening his claws. Is Mimikyu safe? Has, have we seen any sort of tears? Has anybody got their eyes on Mimikyu? I think Mimikyu's stalking Pikachu Libre. <laughs> which is really a disadvantage for Pikachu Libre. If it can't shake Mimikyu, I don't know how she's going to stand a chance. Uh, climbing on Munchlax's shoulders, because Munchlax, remember, is still on the ropes, jumped up, like eating more and more snacks, getting more and more <laughs> energy. So now Pikachu is on top of Munchlax, trying to hype up the crowd more to protect herself from Mimikyu who does not care about anything else going on in the ring, but needs to be careful in that throw against Bear Tick because those uh, sharp claws and, uh, and fur and stuff could easily rip. Well, it does seem like that tactic has worked out for Pikachu Libre as she's managed to uh, climb on Munchlax away from Mimikyu, but uh, her technique hasn't had the same sort of benefit for Munchlax as she trips over... Uh, Trips over his head and kind of kicks him out of the ring. Munchlax has been eliminated by, oh, oh. by sheer accident as uh, as it was gaining tons of energy, re- getting ready to knock out, you know, a whole slew of opponents. Mm, that is very disappointing. A real fan favorite, and it's 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 just been, you know, a casualty of, of uh, you know, just also, of being a yeah, totem. I, I think I need a Libre. <laughs> it was also a huge uh, judge favorite, too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pulling for Munchlax. I don't know what I think he just got too ahead of himself on that top rope. I think he was saving for one big jump move to use his weight against his opponents, but I don't think he expected Pikachu Libre to jump up there with him. Do yeah. we think that uh Pikachu Libre accidentally knocking out a crowd favorite is gonna turn the crowd against Pikachu Libre or uh will she manage to to stay in their good graces? I don't know. I think uh, the fans probably really dig Pikachu, so I think they might actually be uh, be like, okay, cool, we have a new favorite to root for. <laughs> as much yeah. as it pains you to say so. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 
<laughs> Pikachu felt so bad. The look on the look on her face, the whole crowd just like felt bad for her too. So now they're just Pikachu, Pikachu. It's it's really it's starting to shake the rafters. It's yeah, it's really not the way that she wants to eliminate anybody. You know, she'd rather you know throw him out of the ring, knock him out of the ring, iron tail him out of the ring, tackle him out of the ring, anything but that. So I think the crowd crowd certainly feels for her. Yeah, you, you know her, you know uh, Munchlax and Pikachu Libre. They'll they'll shake hands after. They'll they'll meet outside in the in the in catering or something, and they'll they'll smooth it all over. <laughs> but right now, professionals. I, I'd rather not be either of them right now. I'm sure they both feel very bad about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, after that uh, after that shocking moment where where crowd and judge favorite Munchlax was knocked out by sheer accident, another fighter is running down the ramp, ready to join the scuffle. It looks like. Uh, this one should be ready for battle. It's been training for a very long time to attack its opponents with the double scale chop technique. It's the water Pokemon at two foot seven inches, fifty four pounds. Duat has entered the ring. Duat. How do you think it's going to stand among uh, among the chaos, Kyle? Ah, uh, with those two shells, which technically should be outlawed in this battle, but we're going to allow it because <laughs> it just adds to the more fun. Yeah, is it allowed if it is part of your body, kind of? <laughs> you know what? Pikachu's got coursing electricity through its body. You really can't stop that. So it, we're going to allow those shells. And I think <laughs> it's quick on its feet. It's a swift attacker. I think it's going to last quite a while in this battle. It is training to be a samurai. I imagine those skills will come in handy in the wrestling ring. Most definitely. Well, I it's very, very. It, oh, it has a cute factor too. I was just gonna say he kind of has a little cute factor. To it's him. like the perfect mix of danger and cute. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's very, very dangerous, but he's kind of letting uh, you know the other ones maybe let their guard down a little bit, using you know the whiskers, kind of playing up the crowd a little bit, kind of you know being that classic uh, face. Oh man, I'm really bad with wrestling terms. But he's, he's really hyping up the crowd, but he's super strong, and he is just going to bide his time to take someone out. They're absolutely eating up everything that Duot is selling. Duot is the ultimate face. <laughs> A crowd favorite. Luckily, uh, luckily, you know, we lost one and, and gained another. But it is getting really, really chaotic out there with, you know, eight fighters, one of whom is actually you know, a stack of three different fighters. Everybody's sort of going after everybody. There are alliances being formed and broken. I'm certain that some of them are backstabbing each other surely on accident because it's just chaos. And it looks like it looks like three fighters have managed to all get knocked out at the same time. First Heracross was knocked out and then shortly thereafter it looks like Pikachu Libre managed to find herself out of the ring. And and if you can believe it, the entire Galar starter trio managed to 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 end up in a pile outside of the ring. What in the world just happened? I think Duod just came out and just started slashing everybody. And <laughs> then Garchomp just was like, hey, I'm gonna take advantage of this and just started uh pushing out as much as it could along with bear tech. I have to imagine that, you know, with some of these fighters having already been in the ring and Duat coming in uh, fully energized, both of those shells, all it would really have to do is sort of create the perfect, you know, sort of cyclone spin attack. And it's just sort of like knocking people out left and right, uh, taking people out in its wake. Oh yeah. And 
I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm pretty sure I saw Mimikyu's hand sneak out from under its disguise and just push Pikachu right off of the edge of the uh, rope while it was up there. I have yeah. to imagine Pikachu Libre would have been taken out in some sort of dirty move because, you know, she's she's really, she's trained for this. Yeah, and I, I believe I saw Garchomp mocking the Gar the Galar trio just <laughs> outside the ring. Garchomp oh, wow. is really hamming it up in this crowd. He, he knows that he is the bad guy here. <laughs> really, really playing in, into his role, you know. You'd almost think he was a dark type. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, Mimikyu is still in there after uh, aiding, aiding uh, Duwa in eliminating Pikachu Libre. Um, Beartick is still in there. I'm not really sure where where Beartick's been this whole time, but Garchomp has certainly been a factor. Lycanroc uh, as well, and and the new the newest fighter in there, Duat. Do we have any predictions as to who might be out next, given these these five left in the ring? I think Beartick mm -hmm. has been in there for a while, and we haven't heard from him. He's been kind of going at it with Lycanroc in a corner. Lycanroc definitely has that speed. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, Rock has a very good advantage over ice types. Yeah, I that think Bear could their numbers. That's true. Because Lightning Rock, too, you know, can have um, uh, whatever it's when he throws the spikes off of his neck or whatever. But he can do that from a distance, which I think will be taking Bear Tick down. Although, I mean, Garchomp, it. It's dragon typing. I mean, it's just strong, strong, strong. But you have Ghost still with Mimikyu. Mimikyu, I think, is going to start gaining a little bit of a adorableness factor. With everyone else gone, I think I think he's going to get some adorableness, and Duot's going to get mad. Mimikyu is also, uh, you know, really, really tiny presence in this in this ring right now with Beartick and Garchomp and Lycanroc and Duot around. And we've already seen that Mimikyu has managed to take advantage of this and knocking out Pikachu Libre. I have to imagine that as long as Mimikyu can kind of stay under the radar and sneak sneak around, it'll stand a pretty good chance. Well, the chaos is not ending anytime soon because we already have another fighter ready to come in here. I have to imagine that this this new fighter might end up teaming up with or, you know, gravitating towards Mimikyu a little bit. It's another ghost-type Pokemon. It's a fire-type Pokemon. It's also a little one at only a foot tall, only seven pounds. It has a flame that is fueled by the life force of others. It's Litwick entering the ring. Oh, Litwick. Uh, Litwick might get the Q factor right there, just all on its own. But... Uh -huh. Interesting to see what happens here because it's so tiny. Bear tick may just accidentally step on it and <laughs> catch on fire. <laughs> A casualty of uh, of just being so teeny tiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Not so sure. far this rumble has been very one sided. The little guys. It's been sort of like uh, they've gone. They've they've had their 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 pendulum swing back and forth. You know, early on they were getting punted left and right, and I think they must have seen that and and realized they had to change up their strategy and sort of <clears throat> operate under the radar and and be a little bit sneakier against these these huge presences. Yeah, I think we could see a Goler, uh, sorry, a Litwick and uh, Mimikyu team up here. Just that ghost factor. They're both a little bit creepy. They're both a little bit adorable. It seems like the perfect tag team duo, if I'm being honest. It really does. I, I think they could take after 
even Garchomp, really, I think, between the two of them and they're absorbing the life energy. And, you know, one peek under Garchomp, it doesn't matter how big you are. Once your brain goes, you're done. Yeah, we, we've seen the dark side of Mimikyu with that hand just casually pushing Pikachu out. You know, I, I think I think that these two real mean streak, mean streak, mean streak, mean streak. Neither one are dark types, but they certainly uh, aren't against creating some havoc uh, at, at the expense of some of these bigger, bigger fighters. Well, if you can believe it, after seeing three fighters eliminated all at once, we have another three fighters all falling out at the same time. I'm not sure what just happened, but Lycanroc is out of the ring. Duat just managed to get knocked out. And just as quickly as it got into the ring, Litwick was somehow... Uh, knocked right out. It didn't stand any chance, despite all of our uh, all of our wow. favoritism towards it. What in the world just happened? Who is responsible for this absolute slaughter? Um, I think I saw what happened was Beartick accidentally stepped on Litwick, and what we thought was <laughs> Beartick was going to catch on fire, but no, it quickly moved its foot and then just kicked Litwick, and Litwick just went flying. Just like you predicted, it wasn't the right place for Litwick. It was too small. It wasn't paying enough attention, and there were too many big feet stomping around. Yeah, and I think yeah. as Litwick was falling out, it knocked Duat on the head, and then uh, Garchomp took that chance and just threw Duat right on out. Yeah, and yeah. that Mimikyu alliance did not last very long. Mimikyu did not do one thing to help out Litwick, and I think that's just how the game is played. I suspect that Lit- Litwick went in there looking at uh, Mimikyu like, hey, let's do this. And Mimikyu, you know, being very, very self-preservatory, said, nah, not not today. <laughs> I'm in it for myself. Yeah, we had Lycanroc uh, on the way out. Dua was in the middle of fighting Lycanroc and uh, hit him, you know, with water with the extra strong going against the rock type. Just really knocked him, hit him. He was getting ready to fall out. And when uh, Duat went out, too, they just kind of they tumbled out. Knocked each other out. They were too focused on fighting each other and not focused enough on the boundary of the ropes. Mm. Seen it happen many times. <laughs> well, it looks like it's kind of hard to tell because these fighters seem so small. I think there's two of them. They're both... They're both floating. Neither one of them seems to have any sort of feet on the ground or, or feet at, at all. They're both about one, one foot, it seems like, about a dozen pounds. One of them looks like maybe it's a magnet, and the other looks like it's just some kind of doodle, perhaps. It looks like, it looks like it's a magnemite and an unknown exclamation point? Shinymite! <laughs> the greatest magnemite ever, part of the... Uh, three Mightiteers, uh, Shiny Might. <laughs> That's right, folks. That mm-hmm. Magnemite is no ordinary Magnemite. It's a beautiful uh, shade of pretty much all grays and silvers. It's a Shiny Magnemite, the only Shiny Pokemon we've seen thus far. And it yeah. seems to be accompanied by an unknown exclamation point. No no word on whether those two are coming in together, if they'll fighting be fighting together or if it's just sheer coincidence that the two of them are both circular and floating do we think the unknown is going to stand any sort of chance in here i mean it's floating it's gonna be hard to knock that out right i mean <laughs> how do you knock something out of the ring if it doesn't have feet on the ground exactly and like you gotta make sure it lands on the floor like you could toss it out the ring and if it can hold itself long enough to catch you know just 
so this way it doesn't like touch the ground. It could float right back up over the ropes and back into the ring, and it's still legal. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you gotta you gotta throw it with enough force for it to hit the ground, I suppose. Either that, or you have to just incapacitate unknown. Unknown needs to just be out. Just absolutely thinking, knock it out. I'm thinking Baratix is just going to use an arm like a baseball bat and just try really hard to just <laughs> smack them into, you know, the concession stand, whatever. Just as long as it hits something, it's going to try as hard as to just smack it out with its little or with its large bear claws. I agree. Yeah, I think Baratix is just going to hone in on unknown because that is going to be too annoying flying around the ring. It is interesting to see that uh, the size of the of the Pokemon has has kind of gone down. We saw a bunch of really large Pokemon, and Mimikyu seemed to be the only one that would have been able to sneak around given its size. But now that we have Magnemite and Unknown in the ring, I can't imagine Mimikyu is going to be able to hide quite as effectively. I don't. Mimikyu has really proven itself in this. I, I think I have a new favorite. Yeah. Uh... I'm I'm rooting for Magnemite all the way here because uh, I mean one it's a Magnemite it it'll be able oh, we to know. <laughs> <laughs> this Magnemite has been sponsored by Kyle. <laughs> yep. Well, it does seem uh, that size has played a factor here. Mimikyu um, wasn't able to hide quite as effectively with Magnemite and unknown around. I have to imagine. That bear tick sort of clumsiness might have played a factor here. Mimikyu has been knocked out of the ring. It's on the ground, uh, uh, cowering in the corner. What? What? What happened? I am going to stop endorsing wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Just like that. <laughs> Don't you dare endorse my as, uh, Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think. Mimikyu never really got over getting in Psyduck's head. And it just wasn't really fully, you know, like, it wasn't fully with it. And, uh, you know, it just got lazy. It took a hit, didn't quite balance itself well enough. And uh, I think it's just sitting there kind of embarrassed. It didn't put up as good of a fight as it thought it could have did. And now it's just kind of sad. I just want to hug it. I'm so sorry, Mimikyu. So sorry. Mm. Be careful when you hug it. You wouldn't want to accidentally uh, knock its costume out of place. No. <laughs> well, we are 75% of the way in here. We're about to see, uh, we're, we're almost to 30 fighters um, at this point. We have uh, two more fighters entering the ring to join Garchomp and Bertic and Magnemite and the exclamation point unknown. It looks like a slugma is casually way making its way uh, into the ring. Its body's made entirely of magma, which I'm sure will present some problems for the other fighters. Um, how do we think a slugma is going to do in a wrestling ring? That's two fighters that you can't lay a hand on. You got uh, Garchomp and Slugma here. Yeah. Slugma's going to damage yourself. <clears throat> I mean, like you said, it's made entirely of lava. It, you can't. It's not something you can just pick up and throw out. That's something that you're gonna have to come up with something creative to get rid of. I have to imagine that it's going to create sort of a hazard for the other fighters as well, because the more that uh, Slugma makes its way around the ring, the more 
uh, obstacles in, in the form of sort of this weird magma goo, um, it's going to leave a, around the ring for other fighters to sort of damage themselves with. The thing is, that only affects Bearjik and Garchomp. Magnemite and Unknown, they can float. Yeah. So this Although, is actually very, very dangerous true. That for is a huge advantage for those two. Dangerous well, for Bearjik especially. Yes. But Garchomp has a pretty good resistance to fire types, so it might be able to withstand that lava. Well, as soon as uh, Slugma enters the ring, another another fighter, or it looks like maybe a team of fighters, is uh, flying down the the ramp, ready to join join the battle as well. It seems to be an entire team of of dancing Pokemon. What 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 are these? It looks like four Oricorio. Uh, dancing and shouting and causing quite the commotion. Once again, fighting all as one. It's four different Oricorio, and and as we know, uh, one looks like it's a fire type, an electric type. Uh, another's a psychic and, and a ghost. This is this is pure chaos. How are all four of these going to to fight as one uh, mm. when their dancing styles are so different? Uh, I think it's just going to cause confusion. Honestly. Beartick is going to bite the bullet, pick up Slugma, and throw them all at Oricorio and destroy all four of them at once. All four of them <laughs> at once have been taken out. Slugma is very confused, and Beartick just yells, it's worth it, as it runs to Nurse Joy in pain. Because screw Oricorios. Oricorio! Oh, bite it. I don't know. It's like, like Oricorio. Dead on impersonation. <laughs> Wow! So just like that, the entire team of Oricorio has been uh, eliminated. Is that what you're? Is that what you're yes. saying, Liz? <laughs> they actually they they got in the ring and they all decided, especially the pom pom one, was just like, <laughs> "Look at me! I got pom poms!" You know, I was like, "I'm gonna be awesome!" And the bear tick just said, "I can't do it anymore, guys. This is not worth it." Picks up Slugma, even though it's an ice type, picking up a fire type, takes Slugma. And uses it like a bowling ball to take all four Oricorio out at once, <laughs> taking out Slugma, at least in my brain. Maybe he doesn't fully fall out of the ring. And Slugma and Beartick just slowly gets out of the ring with its burnt, charred hands to go sit by Snorlax and just eat and go, it was worth it. <laughs> well, just like that, Team Oricorio is knocked out of the ring and in spectacular fashion, barely stepped into the ring um, before uh, before being eliminated. But it seems like maybe this plan uh, that that Beartick had uh, concocted backfired because Beartick has also found its way outside of the ring, eliminating it from the Royal Rumble. Mm. <sighs> I think it now had a very long time in the ring. Beartick might have lasted the longest out of any of these fighters uh, that we've seen. In fact, I think uh, I think the only one who's been in the ring longer is uh, no, no, that's right. Mimikyu is uh, eliminated, so it was Beartick. Yeah, um, Beartick is definitely should be proud. I'm, I'm very, very proud. Very, very of good them all uh, going out. dominant streak. Yeah, that was amazing. I wish I had known <laughs> I could have done that to Rotom Dex. <laughs> well as soon as uh, as soon as the those oracorio and bear tick made it out of the ring another slew of fighters are making their way in it looks 
looks like uh, three very heavy hitters. We have a Tyranitar stomping down the ramp, a Swampert following close behind, and a Roserade making its way into the ring. These are uh, not Pokemon to be messed with, uh, all intimidating in different ways. Obviously, all different typings. We have some rock and dark action with Tyranitar, some water and ground with Swampert, and a grass poison in Roserade. How do we think these three fighters are going to affect what's going on in the ring, especially with Garchomp still hanging out there? I think Garchomp's days are numbered now, especially thanks to Brock Lesnar over there, Tyranitar. (laughs) (laughs) Worked at it. Yeah, I'm calling it new favorite, Tyranitar. Tyranitar has the size, the dangerousness. He's got it, it's gonna it's gonna do well here. And Tyranitar gets knocked out next. <laughs> I was gonna say, so will Tyranitar be the next one given uh, given the pattern? Time will. If I, picking, if I keep picking favorites, I'll be right eventually. <laughs> I have to be in your favor. <laughs> well, not when there's two left and you pick one, and that one's eliminated, and then we have a winner. <laughs> then I get a new favorite. <laughs> True. Uh, I, I think Ty- Tyranitar Swampert's gonna go at him, but I, th- I think it's gonna be Tyranitar's gonna go after Garchomp, but he needs to watch over his shoulder because Swampert is gonna come in with some confidence with that water typing, but Roserade with the grass and poison is going to be like, hey, what's up, playing with the crowd, a little bit being cute, but she's sly. Like, she is going to start taking them on. Look for her for a backstab early on, I'm calling it. I think that's a good point, because in Tyranitar and Swampert, you have incredibly destructive Pokemon, which should sort of make people worried, but Roserade has the ability to lure and influence prey based solely on its scent. Um, so I wonder if those two will even have a chance to to unleash their their strength here. Yes, and I do want to make a correction here. Roserade actually is male. Only Roserades can be male. Whoa. Really? Hmm. Yes. Wait. Really? No, I was wrong. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking of Curly going into Gallade. Uh, I do apologize. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. You're in the one editing this. <laughs> I'm going to leave this in. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. There's a lot of Pokemon. Well, there as... Uh... As Kyle was uh, fact-checking, Roserade was very invested in this new development of uh, of its own identity and managed <laughs> to be distracted long enough to get knocked out of the ring. I'm not sure who was responsible, <gasps> no! uh, oh, but, uh, but Kyle certainly certainly must have played a factor here. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying me and Magnemite are working together, but <laughs> I may no. have distracted Roserade long enough with its own identity that uh, Shiny might win with a gyro ball and just threw it right out. <laughs> Should we be worried about uh, some sort of judge and fighter collusion here? Uh, no, you should not be worried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised that Rosary went out already. Like, I'm, I'm hurting, man. I'm hurting. I really was. And with that surprise elimination, we're going to investigate the, uh, you know, the judge who may or may not responsible be responsible, and we'll be back with uh, results after this commercial break. We can't prove a thing. This podcast was also brought to you by EXP Share. Are you just not leveling up? Are simple battles just not? 
fast enough for you. Then try EXP Share. EXP Share is a non-invasive equip item that allows you to gain experience from others. Hear what everyone else has to say about EXP Share. Blastoise! Blastoise! Trio, trio, trio. EXP share must not be used with rare games. Side effects may include new moves, more attack power, and some new appearance. Ask your doctor if EXP share is right for you. EXP share. It's time you got your levels back. We are back. We just saw Roserade knocked out as soon as it got in the ring. We did investigate that potential collusion, and it turns out there is no video evidence that one of our judges uh, did or did not aid in one of the Pokemon uh, knocking Roserade out. So I guess we'll just continue as we were. <laughs> and just like that, we have another fighter ready to go. I'm I'm very excited to see this one in here. We have another uh, wrestling uh, Pokemon. It's a fire and fighting type. The angrier it gets, the hotter its fire grows. It's clocking in at three foot three inches, 122 pounds. It's the fire pig Pokemon, Pig Knight. Also tutored by Snorlax. Perhaps uh, Pig Knight and Munchlax were trained by the same uh, sensei, and uh, Pig Knight will come in and settle the score that uh, that uh, <laughs> Munchlax <laughs> Munchlax uh, fell to. You killed yeah. my father. <laughs> to die. Sensei Snorlax, you know. <laughs> Pig Knight at least has better control than Munchlax when it comes to food, so. That's true. You, I, I can Mark only it. hope. <laughs> I just see it using it, uh, you know, fighting and fire, going off the ropes, back and forth, back and forth, but maybe creating like a flame trail or Ooh. something mm. to try to maybe catch someone. I mean, there isn't really anyone in there with, uh, you know, with the water. Or, or grass, I'm sorry, you know, that he can have really any type advantage on on that. But I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's going to try to start make something happen. Maybe use that type effectiveness twice as effective versus rock. You know, with Tyranitar there, having some rock typing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, well, they really have to worry about Swamp. It does seem that... that that's true. Swampert is a huge presence in this ring right now, but I do think that Liz might have nailed it. Pig Knight seems to have taken the strategic approach. Um, it's fighting training certainly coming in handy, handy here. I think it might have chosen its... Uh, its uh, um, what is the word I'm thinking? Its opponent strategically here because Magnemite has just been no! knocked out of the ring. I think Pig Knight <laughs> saw exactly uh, what it could take advantage of, and Magnemite is 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 smashed onto the floor outside of the ring. It doesn't seem to have ever stood a chance once Pig Knight made its way into the arena. <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> With one final zap, out it went. Nurse Joy, Nurse Joy, we need you now, but not for Magnemite, for Kyle. <laughs> Bring a cold compress <laughs> and a lot of tissues. Oh, I already got plenty of tissues. 
Well, some while felt you are untouchable. Uh... <laughs> one judge certainly did think Magnemite was untouchable. <laughs> well, while you collect yourself, Kyle, we do have another fighter sort of waddling its way down the uh, ramp. I have no idea how it managed to make its way here. It certainly has no business fighting in a ring. It's only uh, two feet tall, but very, very tiny, pr practically a baby. It's a normal type, and, and it seems to be crying already. It's, it's a Whismur. What is a Whismur even doing here? It got lost. Yeah, it wandered off the street. They just let it. <laughs> they just let it in. It was crying so hard. They felt bad. Uh, yeah, it actually confused security. They kept thinking it was looking for his mom. And uh, <laughs> it just kept going down the ramp. And, uh, and, and here it is. And now it's very confused. And uh, Swamper doesn't know what to do with it. And... Yeah, Garachom just thinks it's actually kind of cute and feels sorry for it and wants to almost tuck it under its little wing. Well, you know, it's it's tiny in stature and, and sort of a baby, but once that thing starts crying, it, it can actually be quite a problem. I do wonder if any of the other Pokemon will put up with its, uh, its absolute uh, uh, tantrum here. I think eventually Garchomp just will not have it. We, we've seen Garchomp's bad side here. Uh, it's, it's being very friendly now, but we'll see how long it can tolerate Wiz, uh, Wismer. We'll see how long it can play Mommy, you know? It seems like you uh, read the room exactly correct. Garchomp not having it. Wismer, just as soon as it got into the ring, seems to have been punted right back out in the tradition of the early uh, <laughs> early fighters here. Garchomp has absolutely uh, destroyed Wismer. I don't even think it's in the arena any longer. It is gone. The crowd did not like that. The crowd had just got on Wismer's side, and I don't know, Garchomp <laughs> is really, really playing the heel now. Garchomp, it, you better watch out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, have you collected yourself? Or are, you, are, you, are you back? <laughs> I've collected myself into a bottle. <laughs> We do have another fighter making its way into the ring. We have only six more fighters on the roster here, but we do have six fighters in the ring. We will see if this next one can take any of them out. I think it does stand a pretty good chance. It's uh, very intimidating. It's uh, six foot 11, clocking in at 436 pounds. It is legendary. It makes volcanoes erupt. It is a fire type. It's a dog. It's Entei entering the ring. Now, this is interesting. Interesting, even. <laughs> Fire doggy. <laughs> you know, we really haven't put much notice into the Exclamation Point Unknown, and I believe Exclamation Point Unknown and Entei have a history together. This is true. It's true. Could we see uh, an alliance here between one of the largest and most powerful Pokemon in the ring and one of the tiniest, most unassuming Pokemon in the ring? I, th I think they'll lock eye immediately. <laughs> Singular eye. <laughs> I think Pig Knight's going to get really excited because there's another fire type in the ring, and if he thinks uh, he's going to really be standing a chance, so he's getting kind of hyped. And Tyranitar is just over there, like cracking its knuckles, like, all right, boy, let's do this. Well, Slugma's still in there, so I guess you know, still recovering from that bowling ball injury. <laughs> <laughs> but hasn't managed to collect itself long enough to take any of these other fighters out. 
That's the it's real question. It's slow, here. dude. It hasn't made it halfway across the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's still coming down the ramp. <laughs> get it, get it. Well, I'm not sure exactly what happened here. I don't know if the alliance wasn't able to be formed quick enough. Uh, Entei may not have been able to protect its little buddy here. Unknown exclamation point has managed to uh, get knocked out of the ring. I'm not sure how, given that it was floating. Did anybody happen to see what happened to unknown exclamation point? I think unknown got too excited when it saw Entei coming out. And uh, Garchomp was like, uh, nope, and just slapped it away. <laughs> saw the writing on the wall quite literally that uh perhaps an alliance was brewing and said uh not today not today Entei yeah and I yeah. think Entei kind of got a little upset about that and it's probably gonna start targeting Garchomp now the pure mean streak of Garchomp cannot be understated at this moment <laughs> it's funny because Tyranitar is a dark type Tyranitar Garchomp yeah the heel I think I think he's ready to start letting his uh, his wrath out. Yeah, he's not holding back anymore. We do have a few absolutely huge hitters here in Garchomp and Tyranitar. Swampert, certainly no slouch. Uh, I'm not really sure what Slugma's been doing. I don't know that any of us do. Um, and uh, we've got a little fire duo here in Pignite and Entei. I do see another fighter uh, flopping its way down the ramp. I'm not entirely sure uh, what it's doing here. Um, it seems like maybe it's just just splashing around um oh, a magikarp no. has made its way into the ring yes who let magikarp into the building i did magikarp is my trump card <laughs> what do we expect magikarp will be able to do in this ring here kyle will it stand well, any sort of chance against literally any of these opponents oh, definitely it's just gonna flop around and then when it least expects it Someone's going to be walking right by. It's going to flop right in front of it. And then someone's going to trip, fall, and right out of the ring. Fish are very slippery. That is a very strong possibility. <laughs> oh, I think I think Magikarp, he has a big move up his uh, gill. <laughs> uh, Magikarp. Oh, no, guys. He is going to splash. But he's going to splash and go crazy. Like, he's going to bounce off one another like a pinball, right? Going off of Pignite, hitting splash. with that boom, that two times damage going to go off. Pignite, Entei, going to hit Tyranitar, Slugma, pff, hasn't even gotten halfway across the ring yet. Not only is he going to hit all of them. Oh, my God. Guys, do you see? Is, is Magikarp glowing? Is that Magikarp glowing? Is that Magikarp going to evolve? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that might be happening. I I, I do think that's a, a strong possibility here, given how much uh, how much be how much of a beating it's taking, uh, despite its its own own uh, strategy here of knocking into literally everyone in the ring. Um, I I don't know I don't know if it's evolving very quickly, but it certainly seems to be on that path. Okay, interesting developments, guys. Magikarp is now in a ball of energy. We don't know what's happening. What are the fire Pokemon going to do to take advantage of uh, Magikarp being distracted? I mean, if they're smart, they'll quickly knock it out before it fully evolves. But, I mean, that's like, just, do you do that? Like, you got to let it power up, right? I mean. <laughs> well, it does seem that Magikarp will have at least one fighter 
uh, fewer to worry about as in its in its uh, floppy rampage, it managed to knock Slugma out of the ring. No mm-hmm. real surprise there, given that Slugma really wasn't moving very quickly. Um, but, uh, you know, it will be seen whether or not Magikarp has the ability to finish its evolution before one of these fighters can take it out. We shall see. I think we could have a real, real wild card on our hands if this Magikarp actually evolves during this fight, getting the dragon typing against Garchomp. Wait, does wow. Gyarados have dragon? Nope. Magikarp or Gyarados is a flying water type. Oh yeah. Oh god. Sorry. But it can learn some dragon type moves, so it is quite possible it could take on Garchomp. I am also having to look up Gyarados's base stats just in case. So <laughs> give me one moment. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. So who's everyone feeling so far? Magnemite. <laughs> that's simply because you're holding him in your hands right now but um, I do wonder <laughs> it, does, it does seem like uh, like some of these fighters will stand quite a bit of a chance but uh, will have, have quite the challenge on their hands because Magikarp will have the opportunity to evolve as uh, Pig Knight has been eliminated from the ring. It doesn't seem like they were able to to take Magikarp out fast enough. Somebody must have been distracted or taken advantage of the evolution scenario to eliminate Pig Knight. Who might have done that? Garchomp wants this evolution to happen. Garchomp wants this Gyarados to show up so you can take him out. Well, it does look... It does look like uh, Magikarp has officially finished its evolution. There is a Gyarados in the ring. Who could have seen this happening? I certainly wasn't expecting it, but there it is. It's right there, everybody. Gyarados. That's going to be a tough one. I mean, it is long. It is big. It's technically kind of floats there, so... Yeah, and we've got two ground types and one fire type in the ring, so that's... So that's yeah. that looking great. Tyranitar looks a little frightened. <laughs> I think Gyarados is going to start uh, float swimming circles around the ring, uh, starting to make some of the ground typing and fire typing a little nervous because uh, Gyarados is hyped up right now, man. It just evolved. It's just like waiting. It's It's got an axe, and it's like, just tell me where to point it. Like, let's do this. And uh, yeah. I think the Pokemon are a little on edge. I mean, Gyarados, I mean, it could just combine its twister with its whirlpool, creating a dragon slash water type move, just knocking everybody out. It's certainly going to take quite a bit to take Gyarados out of this ring. Although, if you look at the current roster of fighters in the ring, every single one of them left is a heavy hitter. Garchomp is still there. Tyranitar is still there. Swampert's still there. Entei's still there. And now Gyarados, uh, certainly rampaging, as one would expect. We only have four fighters left. I think it's going to take all of them if anybody thinks that uh, anyone stands a chance of getting this Gyarados out of the ring. All four of them are heading down the ring right now. This is about to be absolute insanity. We're about to see five fighters in the ring, many heavy hitters, um, and uh, and uh, I wonder if any of these will be able to, to take out that newly rampaging Gyarados. We have 
a normal type coming in at five foot eleven inches. It's the long body Pokemon. It's a furret. It uses its speed to quarter enemies. I'm not sure if it'll be able to stand a chance against Gyarados, but it might be able to fer- uh, focus its efforts uh, elsewhere. Kyle, do you think furret stands a chance of lasting even a single round in this oh, rumble? Definitely furret. I mean, look at that cute little face. That thing's just gonna have the cute factor all around. Furret's also five eleven. Exactly. It is 5'11". <laughs> it's really <Yes>. scary. <laughs> it is very long. And I'm just going to put this out there. There is a life-size furret plush, and I want it. I keep telling you to get it. My wife keeps saying it. no. <laughs> she wins. <laughs> Sadly. Unlike, yeah, unlike Shiny Mike. Well, following that furret into the ring, uh, hoping to potentially... Uh, last even one round against some of these heavy hitters. I'm not sure if it will, but it certainly has abilities that could help it out. Um, it's a psychic Pokemon. It's only four foot three inches, 62 pounds. It's very patient. It's great at counters. There's a Wobbuffet entering the ring. Wobbuffet. <laughs> That's a very good one. I mean, it's like you said, great at counters. It's got an amazing defense. It's going to be hard to really. Hit, uh, hit it and make yeah. it land. All about that chain wrestling here. I mean, Wobbuffet's going to turn anything that you throw at it against you. Yeah. Sure, but okay. it is weak to the gar- the dark typing, and Tyranitar is still a little irked about Gyarados, so we need to watch out for that. But, oof. but I think Wobbuffet's going to be a fun one to watch back and forth. Wobble, 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 wobble. Hmm. <laughs> Well, there are only two more fighters, but they're both coming down the ramp at this moment. One seems to be f- riding the other. We have uh, a teeny tiny little fruit Pokemon. It's only a f- uh, you know so many inches tall and and barely a few pounds. Often eaten by birds. I don't know how it managed to to come in this late in the game. There's a Bounceweet riding on what looks like an Aegislash. <laughs> this is an odd pairing. It is an odd pairing. Only time will tell if they will continue to uh, pair up with one another. This is all of our fighters. We have nine fighters. No one else is going to enter the ring. It's a Garchomp. It's a Tyranitar, a Swampert. There's an Entei still in there. Gyarados is rampaging. Furret, Wobbuffet, Aegislash, and Bounceweet just entered the ring. And uh, once uh, once this chaos sort of settles, we will have a winner. Does anybody have any idea who may be eliminated first? Out I'm of that's an entirely illegal Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is a weapon. <laughs> but uh, my money is now on Furret. Oh, interesting. Yes. Just have Furret do a few power-up punches nonstop, and that thing's going to be unbeatable. Any other... Predictions in the home stretch here, either who will win or who will be the first one knocked out of this absolute chaotic scramble. I'm thinking Bounce Week can't last long. No. Um, but as far as my favorites, still thinking Tyranitar. I think Garchomp has really shown that he can stand in this fight. We'll see how long he lasts. Yeah. Garchomp has been in here a very long time. He's He was number 20 as he came in, so I mean... He survived half fine. this roster. That's true, but is he getting tired? Is he going to start showing some weakness? 
Uh, mm -hmm. Against some of these other ones coming in, uh, I still like Entei, although his his fire typing not be might not be the best against Tyranitar and Garchomp and whatnot. But I'm a big fan of Entei with the volcano ness going on. And plus, I'd like Ooh. to I'd like one as a pet. He looks kind of fluffy. <laughs> I totally ride him to the store. Nobody would mess uh, with you. Nobody. Nobody would, but I think uh, I think Swampert, unfortunately, is going to start really making a move, but it's not going to stand up. I think Swampert might be the, the first one to go, but uh, I think it might come down to Entei, Tyranitar, and Gyarados. Well, we have our first casualty of this scramble. We have nine Pokemon in the ring all going at each other. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but Furret has been knocked out of the ring. Did anybody see what happened? Kyle, did you see what happened? It, it, uh, please come back to me later. I'm recovering. <laughs> I think Tyranitar just walked and he accidentally kicked him. And he was just so strong, even though for it's like five feet big. Like, I think he just walked and hit him and for it, like, yeah, and just went off the ring. It is absolute chaos in there. Anybody could go next. Are you okay, Kyle? No. Now I know how you feel. <laughs> Where's my fur plush? I need to hug it. I have a tiny one. It'll have to do. No fur it. No magmite. Well, the right. chaos uh, hasn't hasn't died down yet. It looks like somewhere in the fray there, another Pokemon has made its way out of the ring. I'm not sure who was responsible. I never would have seen this coming. But Tyranitar has been knocked out, and only seven Ooh. Pokemon remain. I'll be honest. I did see what happened. I saw Swampert grab Aegislash like a sword and just started attacking Tyranitar with it. It is a weapon. It is a weapon. Should we be worried about Aegislash being one of the last ones? No, we should be worried about Boonsweet still being in this. <laughs> yeah, Boonsweet has managed to outlast two of these uh, these final nine Pokemon. I have no idea how. Um, it I could be a contender. Sweet could be the sweet scent, yeah. Sweet Veil, or just being really adorable, you know, playing the crowd up a little bit, bouncing some punches. It's, it's small. <laughs> well, whatever it's doing seems to be working because two more fighters have been knocked out of the ring just like that. It seems like Wabafet and Swampert have managed to make their way onto the floor outside of the ring. How in the world is this happening? What is Boundsweet doing right? Is it simply that it came in late in the game? Bouncy is just fresh. Yeah. Literally, it's, it's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we saw Bouncy coming down with Aegislash. Maybe Aegislash is trying to help Bouncy out. <laughs> like, oh, what money? <laughs> like, what in the world could Aegislash be getting? I wonder what that pair up is going to be doing. But with that, uh, Entei is going to be feeling a little better with Gyarados being the only other one with a water ability left. You know, we have Wobbuffet, no more Psychic to worry about, and Swamper. I mean, there's some... some... I, I'm thinking of the TCGO. Sorry, I was just like, I'm thinking of like, he has that move where you can draw cards. <sighs> <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm confusing my Pokemon. Um, okay. No, I totally think, yeah, if Swampert and Wobbuffet out, my prediction to Entei, I think he's going to stay in the test of time. Well, Bounceweet's luck could only last so long. It seems like somewhere in the fray, Bounceweet was noticed. It couldn't hide forever. It's been knocked out. It did manage to get fifth place, I imagine, probably only because it came in so late. But that's still very, very impressive. It is. Which leaves the final four of Garchomp and Gyarados and Entei and Aegislash Mm -hmm. all in the ring. We started with four. We are at the point where only four fighters remain. Any predictions before we see the final results? You know what? Garchomp's been in this. I, I, I'm going Garchomp. He, he's uh, been lasting quite a while. I'm with Kyle. Garchomp's mean streak just cannot be stopped. I really want Entei to go, but Garchomp the heel. I think, I think he deserves it if he lasts this long. Yeah. Well, just like that, our judging panel has been proven incredibly wrong. (laughs) 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 Gyarados, Aegislash, and Entei have managed to take Garchomp out of the ring. Uh, I don't know if they teamed up. I don't know if it was just coincidence. I don't know if it was just the absolute terrible curse that our uh, judging panel has been putting on Pokemon throughout this rumble. But Garchomp, the absolute favorite to win, has finally been knocked out. Out. What? Was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) He deserves a rest. Yeah. He got tired. He couldn't keep up. I mean, Aegis Lash is going to be really, really fresh and, and being kind of like two things is uh yeah does have the ability to switch between attack and defense formations i have to imagine that's been uh aiding it in its uh quest to to be the champion of this rumble most definitely just evolving gives a certain level of freshness to gyarados too because he's using power you didn't even know he had he could just pop before true but he has power he didn't know he had, so he doesn't know how to control it. Can he wield such power? That may be his downfall, yet. It seems like maybe Gyarados wasn't able to wield that power quite well enough because Gyarados goes out in the third place spot. Very impressive. I never would have guessed it when Magikarp entered the ring. Who would have thought that uh, a Magikarp would have come in here, evolved, done as well as it did? Gyarados, we are very impressed, but you are out of the ring. Now the question is, did anybody see, was it Aegislash or Entei that took it out? Because that very well could decide who the winner of this Royal Rumble is. Both of them working together, honestly. Yeah, I uh, think Entei was like, it's worth it. Yeah. Entei, Entei is low and you can think of Aegislash. Aegislash went high. Well, their alliance certainly can't last long because of the only two left in the ring, Aegislash versus Entei. Um, I, have to, I have to wonder, you know, how long could such a battle like this go? These two are formidable fighters. Entei, obviously, you would expect to have some sort of advantage, but Aegislash is so fresh. Second to last... Um, Pokemon to enter the ring. It is energized. It is ready. Can it pull off the win? 
you know what? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. I I want Intay to win, so I'm going to root for Aegislash. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts as well. I will be happy with whoever wins. Well, the fight is long. The fight is uh, impressive. The crowd is absolutely in awe. They're going at it. They're attacking left and right. It is absolutely astounding how hard these Pokemon are going at each other. But it does seem that one of them is losing steam and the other is taking advantage. Can they knock the other out in time? It is... Over, Aegislash has been knocked out of the oh, ring. Yeah. Entei has won the very first Victory Road Pokemon right. Royal Rumble. 40 Pokemon went in. Only Entei managed to survive. Liz, you are ecstatic. What do you have to say for Entei, the champion of this Royal Rumble? You know, Entei went in, you know, after half maybe but he put in his time he put he took out pokemon he didn't just wait on the ropes you know wait for his time like he went in there gung-ho using his fire type abilities uh being that statuesque but you know, almost seven feet tall 436 pounds of a legendary beast right there and i think you know you just gotta put it up to him the stoic Fire Pokemon, just he brought it. He brought it absolutely today, and uh, and I think he deserves this win. Really, really perfect mix of timing as for when it came in and and strength. Uh, really favored uh, favored Entei in this Rumble. Kyle, do you have any uh, highlights from the Rumble? Any Pokemon that that we don't want to you know miss showering praise on, uh, win or lose? You know what, Magnemite. It was one of the best out there. It took out that Roserade pretty quick. Uh, just Yeah, uh, Magnemite all the way. Oh, and for it. <laughs> well, I hope that you are able to find some comfort tonight, um, having seen so many, so many absolute tragedies uh, in the Royal Rumble, uh, Kyle. Tim, any, any Pokemon you want to praise from tonight's uh, absolute stunning, stunning battle. Well, now that it's safe to praise them, uh, <laughs> I, I think Munchlax definitely was impressive. Munchlax, uh-huh. he was able to get his snacks in, he was able to make a few eliminations, and he had that time on the top rope. I still think he was planning on one big move, but he, well, maybe we'll see another time. Very true. So many, so many great moments. So many fighters um, from Clefairy, first one knocked out to Ente, the champion. We saw some real celebrities made here in the ring, um, and uh, we will certainly, certainly see uh, moments in the future at future uh, events like this, where other champions will be crowned. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you to our illustrious judging panel. Um, if people want to hear more from our judges and color commentators, perhaps color commentating online, where can people find you? Kyle? You can find me here. <laughs> very true. That's, that's, a, that's very easy. Um, Tim, where can people find you on the interweb if you would like them to find you? 
I am at Squirtle Squad 7. And Liz, where can people find more of your wonderful color commentary and content? Uh, yeah, I do Power Ranger content too, not just Power Ranger or Pokemon. So, um, if you guys are Power Ranger fans, uh, I am on YouTube at Ranger Liz, and uh, find me on Twitter Ranger underscore Liz. And uh, I love talking about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and we love talking about Pokemon with you. <laughs> we do. We do. All right. Well, any other uh, any closing thoughts or highlights or anything anyone would like to share before we close up the arena? Rotom Dex uh, got what it deserved. <laughs> Who did? Rotom Dex. Oh. <laughs> and actually, I, there is something I want to say. Yes. Thank you, Doug, for coming up with this amazing idea. <laughs> Thank you for supporting me and saying. Uh, anything other than you're absolutely crazy, we're definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I would never say that. When oh all is said and done, I will uh, I will release the um, uh, in some way, shape, or form. I'll release the spreadsheet that I'm looking at um, because it's uh, it's very very fun, and I think people would would love to see it. Nice, sweet. Thank you. I have I have so many tabs open from Bulbapedia. <laughs> <laughs> when a Pokemon yeah, came in. I searched it and I, I pulled it up so I could look at its stats and its types and I would close them and they were eliminated. Um, they, they, thanks for coming over this and inviting me. This was just, this was silly. This was a blast. <laughs> this was just something so different. Just imagining these creatures that I love so much. Thank, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much yeah, for joining, much. both of you. Um, it was totally a, a weird swing and I, I don't think we missed. <laughs> no, we did not. No, it's definitely a really good time. I, I enjoy podcasting. It's fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we will uh, have the chance to talk to uh, both of you in some capacity sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on this very, very, very weird adventure uh, along the Victory Road in the Royal Rumble Arena. For information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on this episode or any of our episodes, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know whole, a, a whole lot about, who can you tell I've been talking a lot tonight, and you'd like to appear on the podcast, just let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to cry over our fallen warriors. Bye! Who's ready for WrestleMania? <laughs> Entei's taking on the Machamp. Check out www.4riderradio.com.